0: Alright, back with another episode of Trade Talk. This episode we're going to be talking about U.S. home builders. Man, it is a crazy time because real estate prices are running through the roof. You have young people moving out of the city into the suburbs. You have baby boomers who've lost their jobs but happen to have homes or maybe second or third homes that are being affected by all of this. And To add a cherry to the top, you have multifamily homes that are growing even faster than single family homes, the permits to build multifamily homes. So here's my thesis, Uh, I think as the markets are going up and rates remain low, we should see more uh, major home builder stocks rising in price. I think that the housing and permit starts prove it. I think you can pretty much put your money in, set it and forget it because the driving factor of home purchases is cheap rates and we know where those are going to stay. This is why I like it. So let's talk about the let's talk about the why. That's not why I like it. That's my thesis. But let's talk about the real why. And then we'll talk about the cons. But let's actually go with the cons first. So one of the biggest cons in this market is that unemployment is high. So saying that, well, why would they need to build more houses when unemployment is high and who's going to live in them? The next part is. The next part being moratoriums and foreclosures. There's going to be all that back rent that's due and back mortgage payments that are due. And I'm sure the government is trying to set up programs, but that doesn't mean those situations still don't exist. And you run the potentiality of more inventory hitting the market when those foreclosures start to take place, thereby slowing down home building. Home building also has some more risks that lie in uh, less availability of land, thereby increasing the cost um, to build on on that land or whatever particular land you're choosing, uh, materials and construction have also gone up in price, and uh, the lack of skilled labor. These things are our cons that could mess up this trade. However, why I think this trade continues to run as it worked well in 2020, with home builders outpacing the S&P over the year bringing in 28%, and I think that 28% should continue into 2021. In particular, you've had your ho- highest housing starts since 2007. You've got the work-from-home group that are giving us the positives. You have people with urban flight going to the suburbs due to losing their jobs, due to being able to work from home, so they have no cause to want to Not want to buy a house at this time. You have a lot of millennials that are coming into home buying age now. uh, Whereas before, and I am a millennial, you know, we would have been too young in 2008. I remember in 2008, I, I always used to say to myself, wow, if I could get a no doc loan and I knew I could do one back in like, back when I was like 21 years old, that would be perfect. You know, but unfortunately, I didn't know enough. So at the end of the day, U.S. home building is being Led by lean inventories, cheap interest, and the fact that there's a lot of urban flight, and millennials who weren't buying homes before are now coming of age to buy homes. The multifamily situation for home building and uh, for home builders is even stronger than the single family. Single family only grew 1.3%, while multifamily grew 19.2%. But obviously, the risks in multifamily will be people leaving the cities, so there's going to be more vacancies. But they're still out there trying to build them, and I'm sure you've seen there's many constructions for sizable apartment buildings going up all around this country. But now let's really look at what we would be choosing as home builders to buy. All of these home builders... Are estimated to have an earnings per share in 2021 that is above the 28% returned uh, by homebuilder stocks. The reason you could find this out is you could use the ETF I T B, which tracks uh, home builders, and just go through them and look at who has the highest earning per share that is over 28%. Uh, the following companies are who I think will really reach their earnings per shares and go above what we expect to be returned. I believe the luxury market won't have as many issues when it comes to foreclosure. Toll Brothers builds in the luxury market. We also have KB Homes. Uh, KB Homes is KBH. Toll Brothers is TOL. We have MDC, NVR. TPH. So TMHC, which is a uh, Taylor Morrison Homes Incorporated, or Corporation, excuse me, uh, is probably set to be the strongest player with a 90% EPS uh, earnings per share increase in 2021. So we have a bunch of names that we can put some money in and diversify. And get a part of this home building run. I, for one, am very comfortable with the trade. Because it is what's going to happen. Low rates always create a situation of over-leveraging and people wanting to buy. And while you have those low rates, you have prices that will increase as we talked about assets. So I know that you can put the one and the two together. But you probably didn't know that the situation was currently playing out. If you gave it a thought and you were probably in markets back in 2008, it would make sense. But if you're not immediately thinking about it, you're probably thinking about, why don't I buy Remax stock? They're gonna sell a lot of houses. Well, the builders make more money. So we're gonna buy these builder stocks, home builder stocks, excuse me. And we're gonna see, and we're gonna hold them all throughout 2021 into 2022 and write one-year call options on them. Hopefully this information found you well and you were able to get a grasp of what I'm saying. It's a pretty short and sweet and simple analysis. We could go much deeper into it, but I don't think that's necessary. I think you just need to understand what the macro is and what particular micro plays we would take. Uh, All of these will be evaluated and the best strategy Used to profit will be taken. Thank you guys for tuning in to Trade Talk again. LA ACO here. Goodbye.